Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Are you in fashion? fashion? Fashion. Did you see what she's wearing for Tom's shoes? I'm Sonia Sly. My heels are killing me. Um, but I was told I have a backstage pass. You will need to get the right pass to get behind me, Pam. Look, I'm I need sorry. to go. Code red, code red, code. We have a situation. I'm taking you inside the fashion industry to discuss trends, the reality behind the glamour, and the highs and lows of a fast-paced industry that never stops. Pearlie Wong is a young Malaysian-based fashion designer. She studied in New York, went back to Kuala Lumpur to start her eponymous fashion label. She's a regular on the KL Fashion Week circuit, and she's also shown in Berlin. But this year, she got a taste of what New Zealand has to offer when she showed at New Zealand Fashion Week. Hi, Sonia. Good morning from Malaysia. Good afternoon. It's so cold. I'm actually sitting in a, an icy so cold, cold. Um, studio in Wellington. It's it's like five degrees uh, outside. Burr. Yeah. Uh. I bet it doesn't get that cold in Malaysia. Five degrees? Never. No. Summer, all year round. This might sound like a little bit pervy, but what, what are you wearing? What are you wearing at the moment? Just want to get a picture of, build a sure, picture of you. Sure, it's 10 a.m., I'm going to go for a, a jog after this. So I'm in like um, a short pants and like a workout Nike t-shirt. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, that's quite funny. You know, because it could have been that you're like, well, I'm wearing, you know, something from my collection. It's a Pearly Wong uh, from Capsule number yeah. five, you know. Right. I know, right? Like pajamas, but like Pearly Wong. <laughs> Now, you've you've shown in Berlin before, and you were a regular at the Kuala Lumpur Fashion Week, but you came to mm-hmm. New Zealand Fashion Week this year. What was that like for you? Yes. Um, I think it's pretty exciting for us to come to New Zealand for that show. It was on a lar- larger scale than in Malaysia. We have it in a mall in Kuala Lumpur. So I think the setup at New Zealand Fashion Week and the people they invite and the turnout was pretty awesome. So that was exciting for us. So mm-hmm. in, at Kuala Lumpur, then you're showing in a mall. Does that mean the public yes. actually get to see your show? It's like you have different levels for the mall, right? You can see upstairs. <laughs> okay. You can watch it upstairs, but you have to be invited just to have access to the seats for the show. It's for like PR people, magazines, and just for invited special guests. But it's not a trade event. You don't you don't sell on a day. It's just a show. Something that's really interesting about your work as well, I mean, you've got a, mm-hmm. a minimalist aesthetic, a lot of sort of monochromatic looks. It actually translates yeah. really well into the New Zealand market. So did you get a lot of interest? Mm. Yes, I have um, actually a lot of bloggers and people messaging me on Instagram because they couldn't find me on email for some reason. <laughs> so that was nice. What was the idea behind the collection that you showed? I put out a very melancholic colour this season. So you can see blue and like white and black. I was at Melbourne in April for a friend's wedding and I took a flight out myself to Tasmania to climb the mountain. So um, I was inspired by nature and water and the mountain. 
So I try to print that in my fabrics, and then the colors of blue reflects the mountain and rain. Very nature-like. Would you say that your aesthetic is is it uncharacteristic of what you largely see in Malaysia? Um, yes, we don't have spring summer. I mean, we have spring summer, but we don't have fall winter in Malaysia, obviously, right? <laughs> so when I make jackets and like long sleeve clothing, it doesn't really say much to the audience back home. So your your audience is largely international, then? I would say yes, mostly in Berlin. It's you know Berlin has that minimalist industrial vibe, which I really you know can relate to. It's really interesting too because you studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously yeah. that kind of experience opened your eyes and created other opportunities. I mean, what what were you mm-hmm. exposed to there that you couldn't have, you know, gotten in Malaysia? I think the people, the culture, it's very different when I was in school. Um, people there are more outgoing. The fashion there is obviously a little bit more different than Malaysia. I think it's because it's due to the weather. And also I think it's because of the culture in Malaysia. A lot of people are still very conservative because of um, a lot of things have to do with the re- religion-wise. So you can see, like, I'm just a girl from KL, born and breed flying all the way to New York for school and I live in Brooklyn so that was quite a big culture difference for me when I first got there. Was it not tempting to stay there and and try and start up a Um, a label overseas rather than going back to Malaysia? um, I wanted to do that but um, my folks, my parents asked me to return because they have some connections in the fashion industry, in the clothing textile industry that they wanted to you know, just tell me and just to get me started. So therefore I decided to move back and then from here I built my label and then to get, you know, to go overseas again. I mean, part of your ethos as well is around sustainability and less waste. And and obviously that's a movement that's happening globally. What are some of the other Mm -hmm. concerns that, you know, in Malaysia that fashion designers or the industry might be facing? I think uh, a very big concern for the fashion designers in Malaysia is just just to get the right buyers, you know what I mean? Just to get the right people to buy our clothes. It's a very small fashion industry in Malaysia. We're not like one of the capital fashion in the world, you know what I mean? So just to get our label started, shoot our lookbook, and then just to send it to all the international buyers to have us abroad. So that is a very big challenge. And, and speaking of, you know, what's available in Malaysia, what are, what are some of the trends at the moment? Do you feel like you're driven? You yourself are probably not so driven by the trends. Yeah. No, I'm not so driven because I, um, I am kind of half-based in Berlin. Um, but I think I see a trend in Malaysia. It's very flowy, summer dresses, very all like all the clothing are meant to be catered to people who lives in Malaysia so there's not a lot of heavy layering and not a lot of jackets that you will wear in like a five degree Celsius like in New Zealand you know what I mean just short pants and like summer clothing you do use linen and, and some natural fibers which would work really well in that climate I think cotton would be very good in this climate or like bamboo bamboo fabrics it's very breathable now, you mentioned religion, and I know that more than half the population in Malaysia is Muslim. So what, yeah. how does it affect you as a designer? Do you, do you think about that in terms of who your target audience are and who might buy um, your clothing locally? Yeah, I think 
there are some designers locally in Malaysia who is catering towards what we call Muslima fashion. Because I'm not, I don't, I don't really get the idea of how to make Muslima clothes. Um, I think therefore I get towards a more international market. So what I'm doing is very apart from that category. So I don't really put into my concern in my mind and in my designs when I create something. I think there are many people who's very fashionable in Malaysia who wears the hijab and wears a lot of fashionable clothing. And I, I think it's a growing trend in Malaysia for sure. Something that I might look into in the future, but at the moment it's just I do more like a different set of genre. Living in Malaysia, growing up in Malaysia, what are some of your earliest fashion memories? Um, my parents used to own a fashion clothing company called Biscuit. So growing up in their office, I think, inspired me in what I do today. Um, I will be asked all the time to choose out a color for their kids wear clothing label. Um, I also modeled for them. Free label, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> starting yeah, young. So, um, I know. <laughs> starting young for sure. So um, I think I got a lot of inspiration from that. And just seeing how well they did with their business by selling clothes. Right. That gives me a lot of, yeah. And I, I bet they had just, I mean, the, their work ethic. You know, were they working long hours and yeah. you were always around them? And Is there anything that was ever passed down to you? Any item of clothing that might have had some mm-hmm. you know, special significance? I mean, you're Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, like any kind, of, mm-hmm. any kind of garment that might have been passed down, traditional kind of garment. Mm. No, I wish. Oh. <laughs> I wish someone would pass me something. <laughs> no, oh. that's sad. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, I think today it's so easy for clothing to be, you know, we kind of have it one moment and it's in the bin the next, or, yeah, you know, kind of pass it on. But, you know, ha- clothing having value. Is that is that what you would like your your clothing? Where do you see your clothing fitting into the future of, mm-hmm. of fashion and, and what it represents? As much as I like my my brand to be an indie independent label, but like towards the future, say ten years, I would like a big company like LVHM or IT Hong Kong to buy over. So I see that happening, and I see that my brand growing big, and just have people financially backing it out for like many years to come. And and mm-hmm. is there a supportive um, network of designers over there? There is a couple of agencies um, and organizations that would help us to promote our brands. Um, and one of the agencies that I'm with now is with Doreen. I'm sure you've spoken to Doreen. And I'm glad to be a part of it and we're doing exciting things. Just finger crossed for our future <laughs> plans. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, yeah. Pearly. You too. Thank you, Sonia. Okay, bye. Okay. And that was Malaysian-based fashion designer Pearly Wong. You've been listening to My Heels Are Killing Me. I'm Sonia Sly. To find out more or to listen again, head to our podcast page on the rnz.co.nz website. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.